And just like that, it's a wrap on Season 1 of the Headwrap Socialite Everybody. I hope that you all have enjoyed listening to all of the guests that I've introduced you to thus far. As we close this first season, I wanted to share with you some outtakes and different pieces of the interviews from Season 1 that have touched my heart, caused me to laugh out loud, ponder life, and things, well, that just made my heart smile. I can't wait to share with you the upcoming guests coming to the studio in Season 2, which starts next week. Don't forget to like, share, and follow this podcast. And once again, thank you for coming along on this wonderful journey with me. In gratitude, the Headwrap Socialite. How long the procedure takes? Yes. It all... De- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My dog just had gas. We're going to take that out. Gladys, go sit down. <laughs> right at me, too. Nancy, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. We've had children. We've had pets. We know how these things go. Sorry. Can't time these things. Uh, <laughs> All right. I got to bring it back. Pull yourself together, you Gotta pull Trina. together. And I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> I think you were going to say... Um, uh, how long? Oh, the procedure. <laughs> Greetings and happy Monday to you, ma'am. Hey, Uncle Kev, what's going on? Oh, happy Monday. Thanks for agreeing to, to join me on this podcast. Of course. I, I watched the uh, the one with uh, Noah and Rachel, which is cool. I was like, man, Noah is grown with Rachel in the DC area, just living at lives. Just I'm like, man, this is crazy. Doing, they're doing their thing. Did some icebreakers, kind of met each other. And one of the things is we stood around in a circle and we played this icebreaker game, passing like a ball back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking across the circle and seeing this, uh, you know, this redheaded girl <laughs> on crutches. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just thought, you know, she was very beautiful. And, you know, I really would love the chance to meet her and talk to her. And, you know, maybe something would happen. Maybe something wouldn't. But, uh, yeah. And then uh, the second night that I think that we really started talking and hanging out the first time was uh, all all Rachel's doing. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I um, do tell. I love I love swimming. So <laughs> I I my 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 best friend from high school uh, came to Loyola as well, and she was in the community, and um, she lived down the hall, and we were chatting. We were we were like, let's try to get a bunch of people to go jump in the lake because the campus is right on the lake, and there's a bunch of little strips of beaches near um, near our dorms. So we found a few people who were like, yeah, okay, like it's a little chilly out, but let's do it. And as we were walking um, to the to the beach by us, I, I saw Noah just heading back. I don't know where he was coming from. <laughs> he was walking back um, to our dorms and I, I, stopped, uh, I stopped him and I said, hey, yeah, we're all going to jump in the lake if you want to come in. And he got kind of hesitated for a second. <laughs> he was like, he was like uh, yeah, yeah, sure, let's go. And um, I didn't know he wasn't much of a, much of a swimmer, much of a like water guy, but, um, he definitely fooled me that night cause he came and, and we were all hanging out. 
swimming in the dark in the lake and it was super fun and that was kind of like one of the first moments I had I think with him where I was like oh this is kind of a cool kid like I want to get I want to I get to know him and we really became good friends can meet someone and be friends with them who don't even speak the same language that you do but you can wander the streets of Paris with them for almost a whole summer and have a wonderful time. So as mm. I think about all those experiences and just that one comes to mind, my summer in Paris. That's how I got my first trip to Paris. It wasn't because I was designing. <laughs> it was because of a designer by the name of Jean-Paul Gaultier. <gasps> oh my God. Dancing in a club in New York City and invited me to come to Paris to be in one of his shows. Wow. And so that's how I ended up in Paris. There are experiences at every point in our lives, whether they were really great or not so great, Mm -hmm. that we can pull from and use today Mm -hmm. to better ourselves, but also to help our children. You are someone whom I call Coach Carl. But most importantly, you're someone whom I consider and call my friend in the auspices of life. Carl, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, first of all, Trina, thank you for having me. Uh, That's probably one of the nicest introductions I've ever received. So thank you. So as you said, my name is Carl and I'm a strength and conditioning coach at uh, Mayo Clinic Sports Medicine. That's how we've got to know each other. Outside of that, though, I'm Mm -hmm. a father to two beautiful daughters. Mm -hmm. They are uh, eight and six years old Mm -hmm. and uh, they fill up a lot of my, my life and my time. Mm -hmm. So very proud dad. Been at Mayo for nine years Mm -hmm. as a performance coach, had some really uh, cool opportunities to meet a lot of awesome people and, uh, you know, really neat experiences working with uh, high school students as well Mm -hmm. at uh, various schools. So I'm actually from Rochester. I was uh, up in the cities and I was working at a private training, uh, hockey training facility with pro level uh, hockey players Okay, as a performance coach Mm -hmm. and uh, junior level hockey, high school, youth all the way down to five years old. Okay. And uh, kind of cut my teeth on coaching there. Prior to that, I was an athlete as a competitive track and field shot put and discus athlete. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I did that for, uh, I pursued a, a dream that I had, was planted in my mind in high school. Yeah. You know, honestly, I didn't think I'd wind up back in Rochester. Mm-hmm. I spent 18 years here. Okay. And was excited to, uh, an adventure too far away, went to the University of Minnesota, mm-hmm. track and field, had a okay. scholarship to compete. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, high school, it was football, basketball, and field. And prior to that, baseball as a kid growing up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if I were to say to you, the numbers 2017, does that mean anything to you? 2017? Nope. It could be 2017. Oh, two. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> yeah, that those numbers ah yeah discus yes wow did your research yeah. so fill the listeners on <laughs> to why that number is so unique to you mm-hmm. well surprise me with that one uh <laughs> 201 feet seven inches is uh the distance that i threw the discus in high school my my senior year and that is an all-time state best for minnesota that's awesome so i think i still hold that uh-huh uh anticipating that that will go down 
in the near future. Not too broken. (laughs) There is one interview that I did see that you did. And you said, I hope one day that record is broken. What did you mean by that? Because a lot of people, right? They hope their record stands the test of time. Why did you say that? I think it's just the reality that it it will be broken. Mm -hmm. I think if there's an individual out there that's, you know, set their sights, set their goals on, you know, being the best that they can be. Mm -hmm. It's a fun sport. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I just, I hope that somebody else gets to have a, you know, unique experience. Say I started traveling when I was working for the federal government. So Mm -hmm. it was part of my job and I had to go and train people. So I've been to Puerto Rico, Hawaii, different parts of Germany, uh, Panama. I've been to Greece. Wow. uh, Japan. Mm. India? Yeah, well, India was not job related. India, I'll tell you a little bit about India, but the other places I've been to is Jamaica, you know, leisure travel and uh, Punakanta. Oh, wow. The Dominican Republic. And that was with our cousin Latisse for her graduation. Oh, that's awesome. Hello, Latisse. But, <laughs> <laughs> but India in 2019, uh, the lady that works for my husband, she's the bookkeeper, her daughter getting married over in India. And they wanted Steve and I to go. And okay. Steve did not want to go. Mm. Steve said, well, you can go. I said, okay, then you can pay for it. I love it. I love it. So that happened. Thank you for that adventure. (laughs) Yes. And I tell you, I did it and I did it alone. And this was the first Mm. place that I've ever traveled alone. Wow. It was scary. Yeah. But I can tell you from the time I started out, it was a great adventure. I, I also wrote a <laughs> The Chronicles of India <gasps> by Rhonda Clark. Oh I have God. to send that to you. And it was all about my trip. Since we started 2023, I actually have dedicated time every single day to do some reading. And I feel like I'm better for it. It It really calms my brain. It slows me down. Different mindset. And so I love it. Yeah, I've been turning those pages at night. And I I honestly say I think I'm even sleeping a little better. Yeah, we would take buckets. Uh, Mm -hmm. I had friends. Yeah, And you remember Delmar. Yeah. And Boo Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Eugene. Uh, yeah, we would take buckets and sticks and things like that. We would go and try and catch crayfish and minnows uh, mm-hmm. and just basically just walk the creek all day and see what, just explore and see what we could find. And and it, it, it was like a nature walk. We were outdoors and it was fun. What's that place no. called D'Angelo's? Remember D'Angelo's, the sub Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I remember it. But um, yeah, that was not my... <laughs> That was that was not my hangout. <laughs> just like a whole pocket hole in the wall, pocket hole in the place next to our in air quotes Kappa House, the, oh. um, whatever it was called on there on Thayer Street. Yeah, what was on, yeah, what was uh, hole in the wall. I think 
I want it. Hot pockets, hole in the wall, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, I yeah, could, yeah. I remember long days to always go. Rob, yeah. they but I had I had them. I had to, I had to figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I was off campus too. I was like, yo, I got that box of spaghetti in there. <laughs> I got me some some sauce. Right. And I could stretch that. Let me see. I could stretch that out. Oh my Eat God. that all this week. Yo, and then ramen. You know, ramen. Yo, yo ramen those, was the thing. Yeah, it was like, yo, that's it right there. I ain't no meat. I don't know where I got protein because I ain't no meat. Just had, I just had <laughs> pasta. I ain't had rice, pasta, and sauce. There you go. And growing up in Wilmington, we call it yak. Oh my God. Wait, what did you call it again? What was it called? Yak. Yak? Yak. Yak? Spaghetti noodles with soy sauce. Ooh. But well, you say, ooh, I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was fancy. Like. There was no internet. Mm-mm. There was no iPhones. And we had one phone. Yeah. And that was on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> In my study, I have tons of books on my nightstand. Tons of books. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know... My husband gets mad because he's like, I'm tripping over all these books. I've heard some of those conversations. (laughs) How can you possibly have like five to 10 books going? It's just the way my mind works. Like I can't just stop at one. Like if we talk today and you tell me that, oh my goodness, I'm reading this book and it sounds super interesting. I'm like, oh, I got to add that to my list, right? Uh And it's not that I have to finish it in a particular time, but it's like, okay, let me just add this. Let me just add this to, to, to my nightstand. And then the list grows and the book pile grows. And uh, yeah, and then my husband just uh, just shakes his head at me. And it's like, funny okay. that you mentioned that because I know a couple of times we've been on like our video calls talking about books. And he has come in and he's been like, oh, yeah, like I, I don't even want to hear about it. Like she has books all over the place. Who does that? Who has <laughs> <laughs> There's like one thing that I would probably be a hoarder of. It, it would probably be books. And you'll oh, I'm right there like, with you. Oh, you, and know? you know what? I have a secret about that too. Well, okay. it's not really a secret, but um, I don't know. Have you ever in in your community, do they have those little free libraries? You know, so they're like little boxes that people decorate and they make it their own. Sometimes people have them like in front of their homes and sometimes yes. they're like, so like there's an app that you can look like by your zip code to see oh. how many little free libraries are in your community. And uh, for the most part, they're pretty accurate. I mean, there are people who put them up that they, they don't actually register them. But okay. You- now that I'm mentioning it, you might be more aware. Sometimes they're also, like if you have um, like a local cafe, sometimes they will even create their own little free. Just, it's crazy. I mean, the same thing as your girl. I yeah. honestly still see them pushing each other around <laughs> in strollers. Like, no. Yeah. And you got all those boys. So that's a different situation. At least you can kind of sort of keep your house clean. Um you can start to patch up holes in the walls. You know, I was stuff just like, gonna say, no, <laughs> the, the holes—that's where they get me. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, how much rage can you have from a video game where you're just like kicking? <laughs> no, I'm like, don't let me tell your father. <laughs> and then Jay comes and jumps in. And you're like, you know what? You're not any help in this situation. Uh-uh. All of y'all get out. Everybody get out of the house. Exactly. Exactly. Just kicking everybody out. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's it's good to uh, see that you have raised these amazing boys turning into young men. 
totally enjoyed this time that we have spent honestly together. <laughs> like this has been the highlight of my day. Um, I can't. Oh, you stop. have a really boring I, day. Oh my gosh, whatever. <laughs> you just bring so much joy and happiness, and just I don't know, just an overwhelming peace that I feel. When, like, seriously, when my spirit connects to your spirit. Well, and it's equal for me also. I just love you. I do. and Thank you. I I'm love you too, Trina. So glad that you have been a part of my journey. And there are so many wonderful things that, honestly, that I can say about you and the gifts that you and your husband and even your children have brought to our lives. Just you. you have enriched them by just knowing you. I am so glad that God has placed us on the same path. And I feel the same about you and your family. 